This episode of the Consulting Pipeline podcast is brought to you by Specialization School. One of the differences between my Positioning Accelerator program and Specialization School is the amount of structure and the amount of grunt work. So what I mean by that is if we have a spectrum of high structure to low structure, Specialization School is very high on the structure. It is a like a single track, very structured process to move you from uncertainty about how you might specialize to clarity and confidence about the best way to specialize. That's awesome. In order to make that happen, I've actually had to design things so that you do less grunt work. There is value, by the way, to the grunt work that people in the accelerator program learn how to do because you can apply that that very uh, tactical understanding of how to do market research to lots of areas in your business, and I think you can benefit tremendously from that. But to achieve the three-month timeline that Specialization School has, I've had to take a lot of that grunt work out and move it on to an assistant that I'll have do that stuff for you. So if that sounds interesting, head over to SpecializationSchool.com and check out the details there. Recently, I became aware of a piece of software that is, I think, brand new. Uh, it's called Net Flood Meter. And I wanted to talk about it just a little bit. I actually have not used it, but I want to use it as a starting point for a, a sort of invitation for you to consider some questions. So I'm going to ask some questions that I myself do not have I mean, there's no the answer anyway. I don't have answers to these questions. And then there is no the answer to these questions. But they're, I think, incredibly important in questions for anyone who's in business for themselves to ponder. So let me unfold this for you and leave you with a few questions um, in this podcast episode. So um, Nick DeSabato on his newsletter mentioned this new piece of software called Net Flood Meter, which I believe was created by a colleague of his. And it's a web traffic. Uh, analytics is, I suppose, not even the right term to use because <laughs> it's not really analyzing much. It's a very simple, single-purpose piece of software. And I, I don't really have an opinion about the software itself because I've not used it. I'm not really recommending it per se, although I think you should check it out. And if you were to do that, you would go to the website netfloodmeter.com. So N-E-T, the word flood, F-L-O-O-D, the word meter, M-E-T-E-R.com, netfloodmeter.com. It does one thing. It gives you a notification when referral traffic to your website spikes above some baseline level. That's it. That's all it does. And you would pay $49 a month, I think, if you signed up for this piece of software to use it on your website. Oh, that's the basic plan. goes up from there. Now, what was really interesting about NetFloodMeter to me is I think it portrays very clearly one of the essential differences uh, between running a business that... Mm, chases things, let's say, I'll dive a little more into that in a moment, compared to the kind of business I run and the kind of business that a lot of specialists run. And those businesses 
are ones that are led and driven by a clear vision of some change that they would like to facilitate and some pretty clear mission about how they are going to create that change or support that change or encourage that change or even force that change to happen. So on the one hand, we might uh, talk about, you know, sort of business as usual or business done the way it seems to normally be done. And then on the other hand, we might talk about the kind of business I'm talking about, which is one that's led by a clear mission and vision. You can add into the mix this uh, other sort of complementary ideas like a, a business that adheres to a, a set of values or is driven by some kind of purpose. You know, so you'll hear people talk about mission-driven businesses or purpose-driven businesses. And I think they're similar enough to include all of that in this sort of uh, glob of things I'm talking about. And a business that's driven by a clear mission and vision is distinctly different than other types of businesses that might be trying to optimize for or maximize other things. And it's, I mean, as soon as you use the word business, you, you've got to make the assumption, I think, that these are going to be, all of these are going to be endeavors that are trying to produce revenue and maybe even trying to maximize revenue. But yet, I think how you think about things, if you're running one of these businesses that's driven by some clear vision or mission about changing the world. And when I say changing the world, by the way, I do not mean in the stupid college student, uh, you know, Miss Universe uh, beauty pageant question way of thinking of changing the world, like I want to eliminate all hunger or things like that. I, I mean, much more specifically, like in my case, I would like a lot more self-employed software developers to benefit from specialization. That's about as, as simply and as clearly as I can state my vision for the world. So I'm not trying to change the whole world. That's stupid. I'm just one guy. But I am trying to make a meaningful change in the life of uh, maybe over the course of my life, uh, I don't know, a million or a couple hundred thousand people. So it's a much more uh, a tightly constrained scope <laughs> for my vision. But still, I think that qualifies what I do as being a mission-driven business or one that has a clear vision for um, creating some kind of improvement in the lives of a substantial number of people. And when you think about net flood meter and compare it to something like Google Analytics, I think I was, I was recently informed by my colleague Kurt Elster, um, I think uh, yesterday or today, that actually Google Analytics has the same functionality as net flood meter. But Google Analytics also has a bunch of other stuff which might be signal or it might be noise depending on how you think about things. So one of the questions that comes out of this, I think, is the question of what are you chasing? Like, what is your business chasing? I think we can take the idea that uh, of revenue off the table because we're all, we all need revenue in, in running our businesses unless we have some kind of trust fund that's there in the background actually providing the revenue we need to live. And the business is just maybe a passion project or a vanity project or something like that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about real businesses where the expectation is you're going to make money. Well, that doesn't really change depending on the type of business. But you might have a different idea about what it is you're chasing if you have one of these businesses that's driven by some 
vision about how things could be different based on the impact of your work. So when you look at Net Flood Meter, it's obvious that this is a piece of software that's designed for someone who's not chasing all kinds of granular detail about their web traffic. They would like to know just one thing. Did I get a bunch of referral traffic from some other source? So that's one of the questions I think that really illuminates the differences between these two types of businesses that I'm talking about. What are you chasing? And consequently, you know, as the famous management consulting um, quote goes, uh, what gets measured gets managed. What are you measuring? And what do you need to measure to really understand whether you are being effective in executing your mission, whether you are being effective in implementing the vision that you have? What are you measuring? Like, of course, you could say, well, I need to measure everything because potentially all that information could be valuable. I know for me, that's always been nothing other than a recipe for frustration. <laughs> like, I can certainly, uh, you know, scoping this just to web analytics software, I can stick some web analytics software on my website and gather information on, like, all kinds of things that happen down to where people click on the page. But is what of that information is actually relevant to the change I'm trying to create in the world? For me, at least thus far in my journey, I think it's been much more effective to say, to look at things like how many people are replying to the emails I send to my email list. That's a, a sort of feedback mechanism or a metric that tells me, am I being provocative enough in making the case for for what I'm advocating? Am I Is my insight deep enough that it moves people to reply? For me, anyway, that's a much, I think, a much better metric than almost anything my website could tell me. And I'm not just subtly tr trying to make a case for email marketing. I, what I'm really saying is, the metrics will depend on what you're trying to do and the means by which you're reaching people. And I guess I can't help but add a little bit of a micro rant here <laughs> and express some frustration at how really great software, things like MailChimp and Drip and you know other email marketing software and Google Analytics and Web Analytics software and actually lots of software make it easy to measure what may be the wrong things. I mean, if your vision is to send emails that get an incredibly high open rate, then sure, <laughs> most email marketing software is perfectly set up to give you the metrics that you need to measure your success. But maybe that's not the actual mission and vision behind your business, in which case maybe you don't need to measure the stuff that the software you use makes it easy to measure. Let me say that again. Maybe... The stuff that the software you use makes it easy to measure is not the right stuff for you to measure. Food for thought. Hope it helps. If you have a question that you'd like me to tackle on the Consulting Pipeline podcast, please do phone it in. Call the number 707-204-0717. Let me try that again. 707-204-0717. Hope to hear from you.